BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Did you see Pete Nance of North Carolina hit that clutch turnaround mid-range jumper with no time left at the buzzer to force overtime against Ohio State? And then R.J. Davis uh, sealed the deal with a couple of late free throws. Heels knock off the Buckeyes 89-84 on Saturday. They played it at the Garden the CBS Sports Classic in New York City. The Big Apple people dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic. Our boy Armando Baycott had 28 and 15 rips. Caleb Love had 22 for the Heels. They're 8 and 4 now. They had a four-game losing streak. And they got knocked out of their perch as a preseason number one in college rack. But then they won three straight. And this win over the Buckeyes, now 7-3, Ohio State, at the Garden. It was this huge doubleheader with Kentucky facing UCLA in the nightcap. The Wildcats were ranked 13th, the Bruins 16th going into that one. We'll talk about that. But the heels trailed for most of the game uh, before Davis hit a three from the wing. With about a minute and a half left to make it 75-74 North Carolina. Bryce Sensabaugh hit a J inside the stripe with like two seconds left to give the Buckeyes a 79-77 lead. And Carolina used a couple timeouts to set it up. They threw an inbounds pass to get it past half court. And there was 1.2 left. And then Leaky Black threw it across the court to the big, almost seven-footer Nance, who was uh, on the far side of the basket. He grabbed it. He had a huge reach over the defender. And he just busted off a clean J and knocked it down and sent it to overtime. Black, who was a high school quarterback, said the toss was about throwing it to a spot more than it was throwing it to Nance. He said, just throwing that pass and catching it like that, it was just, I don't know, it brings chills, man. Beautiful play, beautiful play. He said it was better to risk overthrowing it than underthrowing it, and the defender would bat it away. But bottom line is, uh, Sensabaugh had 22 and eight boards for the Buckeyes. 
It was their first game since they didn't beat Rutgers on that buzzer-beating three-bomb like nine days before that. Ohio State didn't win that game. The guy was standing out of bounds. All three blind mice missed it. Rutgers deserved that win. They got screwed, and that's all there is to it. It was the first time Hubert Davis had been back in the garden since he played for the Knicks. He said he loved this place. The, the garden, it's just unequaled. He said, uh, he told his team they'd remember it for the rest of their lives. Ohio State was up by 14 in the first half. The heels were bricking from downtown. They were like one of nine from three. Chris Holtman, the coach of the Buckeyes, took the blame for them not responding to the heels pressure D in the second half. He said, we didn't come out with the necessary understanding of how the game is going to change. But either way, the Heels got it done in overtime, and that's all that matters. And how about uh, number 15, Gonzaga? They go to Birmingham, and Drew Timmy leads the Zags to an easy win, bottom line, over number four, Alabama, 100-90. to Timmy had 10 rips and four dimes and made 12 of 18 shots to help the Bulldogs. They're 9-3 and three now. Uh, stop one of the hottest teams in the country, the Tide, now 9-2. and two. They had won four straight and had beat two number one teams to get their highest ranking in 15 years. They had a road win over Houston, if you remember, and they were number one. So bottom line is, Timmy said, uh, they're a real physical tough bunch. We all saw the Houston game. If you're able to rebound with them, You're classified as a pretty tough team, I would say. We knew it was going to be a battle, and that's what we love, and that's what we want. Bama rebounded Gonzaga 37-30, but it didn't matter. Both teams shot better than 50% from the floor. You know what's incredible about Gonzaga? They're 7-1 in regular season games against teams that are in the top five in the AP or coaches poll since like 2018-19. So, Timmy matched a season high with 29, and the Zags overcame freshman Brandon Miller's 36-point outburst. This guy just went off for Bama. Miller had 26 in the second half, including their first 10. He's the nation's top-scoring freshman. Gonzaga had six double-figure scores. Watson had 17. Hickman, 13. Smith had 12. Bolden and Strother each had 11. And Gonzaga made 20 of 27 second-half shots. They shot 74%. I mean, to tell you, they showed up to Birmingham, and they meant business all day. Miller was incredible. He hit six of 11 three-pointers to keep it close. For Bama, their coach, Nate Oates, said, without Miller, we wouldn't have been in the game at all. Our defense was really struggling. You know, Miller being able to get those buckets in the second half kept us in the game. Timmy had the last four points in the first half, and the Zags had a five-point lead. They held Bama scoreless over the last almost three minutes of the first half. Timmy said the kid Miller's an NBA draft lottery guy. He's a hell of a player, Timmy said. He stepped up when his team needed him. Miller said Timmy has the best footwork in the country. I've never seen anything like that. He's tough to deal with. He gave us trouble early and gave us trouble late. 
The Zags just committed nine turnovers. They shot 57% from the floor. It was the fourth time this season they scored a hundo. So Gonzaga hosts Montana tomorrow night, and Alabama hosts Jackson State tomorrow night as well. How about this other game? Houston had runs in each half, and the nation's best scoring D beat Virginia in Charlottesville 69-61. I mean, to tell you, the Cougs are the real deal. Even after they lost to Bama, they turned around and beat Virginia. Marcus Sasser and Mark each had 13 points for the Cougars. They're 11-1 now. They had a 10-2 run early in the second half, and they were up 10 at 40-30. Virginia, uh, playing for the first time in 11 days, never got closer than six again in the game. The Cavs shot 41%. Tony Bennett said uh, when shots aren't falling, it makes the quality of play on the DN so much more important. Bennett said today, uh, they obviously took advantage of our breakdowns and scored. Today, the tougher, sounder team on the D end won the game. The Cougs shot 49%, 25 of 51 from the floor against a D that ranked 12th nationally. The Cavs have a real tough D. They allow about 58 points a game max, and they couldn't stop them. Houston was only up four at the half. So Houston uh, is home against McNeese on Wednesday night. Virginia's on the road tomorrow night at Miami, another ranked team. One other note, uh, Xavier Johnson of Indiana, their starting point guard, injured his foot in the first half and didn't play the rest of the way in the Hoosiers. Blowout loss, 82-64 at Fog Island against Kansas and Lawrence on Saturday. Johnson suffered the injury with about nine left in the first half. He was diving for a loose ball. They had to carry him off the floor. He went to the room, came back to the bench on crutches, and his right foot was in a boot. Mike Woodson, the coach, said it didn't look good. And he couldn't play the second half. We got to go back and get him evaluated, see where we are. Johnson, the senior, had started each of Indiana's first 11 games after starting 34 of 35 games last year. He averages 10, three rips, five dimes, and he's shooting a career-high 38.5% from three. Indiana has Elon at Assembly Hall tomorrow night in Bloomington, and then... Uh, Kennesaw State on Friday, Farellasaw State, before uh, Big Ten play begins in early January. So how about UConn? Ranked third, they blew out Butler at Hinkle Fieldhouse on Saturday, 68-46. The Huskies, Danny Hurley, 12-0, 1-0 in the Big East. I mean, to tell you, they just keep raking up wins. Arizona ranked ninth, beat Tennessee by five at the McHale Center in Tucson. Arkansas ranked 10th, handled Bradley 76-57 in Little Rock. Mississippi State ranked 17th by a bucket over Nichols in Starkville. Illinois ranked 18th, handled their business against Alabama A&M in Champaign 68-47. And Vatek ranked 24th. They're 11-1, 8-0 at home. They blew out Grambling 74-48. 
Sunday, Texas beats Stanford. Some people got it at 10. Some were at 10 and a half. But Texas won that game 72-62. They played it in Dallas. USC getting one and a half upset Auburn at the Galen Center in La 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 Lipstick City. Trojans win it 74-71. And TCU ranked 21st. They're 9-1, 6-1 at home in Fort Worth. They ripped Mississippi Valley State 88-43. to I got to tell you, the best game I saw Saturday was that Providence win over Seton Hall at the Rock in Newark, 71-67. Friars, I got to tell you, Cooley's team, 9-3, 1-0 in the Big East. They're tough. And UNLV lost their first game. San Francisco beat them by a bucket in Vegas. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 